Welcome to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast with Darren Mitchell. If you're a sales letter looking to take your leadership to a whole new level, then this is the podcast for you. We'll be exploring tips, techniques, and strategies to help you take your leadership to the exceptional level and allow you to enjoy more money, more meaning, and better sales results. Hello, welcome back. Darren Mitchell here, host of the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. So great to have you on board, and I trust you have enjoyed a great weekend. Looking forward to another super highly productive week in sales as we begin begin a brand new week, and in fact, a brand new month. Today being Monday, the 1st of February, 2021. Already one month down, and uh, if you're in the in the process of moving towards your big BHAG that you've set for yourself for the first quarter, uh, hey, we're 33% of the way through and uh, hopefully making progress and you're building momentum. So don't get too disheartened if you're not where you needed to be, but understand that the work you're doing is going to compound and uh, it will it will uh, reach a point where it will take off and I guarantee it if you stay in the game. And the topic of today's podcast therefore is all about making progress and it's either making excuses or making progress and this is what I want to talk about today given that uh, one of the I guess one of the biggest frustrations that I have, and certainly this was a frustration that I had when I was working in corporate, and uh, hey, I was I was I was guilty of doing this myself at some stage throughout my career. In fact, not just one stage, a number of stages, is that making excuses, and it, it, it is a frustration. And right now, it frustrates me so much when I see sales leaders and and their teams in particular. Uh, making excuses for where they're at and trying to justify their position or justify why they're not performing at the level or not achieving the results that they would like to or they're expected to. And there's a whole host of different different excuses that come out and I'm just going to list a few of them and you've probably got a heap more as well and, and <laughs> some people even make some up. But things like, well, you know what, the sales target is too high. You know, We're not understanding the marketplace. We're not understanding the business uh, the the cycle of business, the demographics, the whole whole host of other reasons, but the sales target is is too high. And I don't know about you, but I've never seen an organisation uh, set sales targets where the new financial year sales target is actually lower than the previous financial year. It's just it's just a given in uh, in sales and in business that the expectation is we're going to grow. We're going to grow year on year. Now it may actually result based on certain circumstances that we might actually see a degradation over a period of time, but the actual target, the aspiration is always to grow. So it beggars belief that as to why sales leaders and their teams continue to be frustrated by the fact that sales targets go up. It's just, it's a fact of life. So that's one excuse, sales targets are too high. Uh, the other one that I that I get a lot, and I used to get this a lot when I was a sales leader as well, is, oh, the leads are not hot enough. Nobody's giving me good leads. Our marketing team are not putting out enough uh, marketing material. They're not doing enough advertising. The uh, the inbound leads are not good enough. They're They're not qualified enough. Um, and it's almost like account managers and salespeople out there today are expecting leads, hot leads, to just miraculously land in their lap, and all they have to do is just turn up and sign the order. Wouldn't that be great if that was the case? And so that's another frustration. The leads are not hot enough. You know what, guys? You've actually we've actually got to work for those leads. We've got to earn the right, just like we've got to earn the right to lead our team. We've also got to earn the right to lead customers and earn the right to do business with customers. Now that's a mindset, which means we have to put some work in. There's another another excuse is oh customers are constantly asking me for discounts or they want freebies. They're always uh, they're always pushing the envelope or in some cases they're just tie kickers. They're wasting my time 
all these excuses come through. Another one that I, that I love to hear, and uh, it's, and it's interesting how people deal with this, is, oh, internal resourcing is inadequate, or they're not engaged, I'm not getting enough resources, uh, my resources are spreaded thin, so how am I supposed to be successful if I don't have access to experts that can help me close these deals? Uh, and the biggest one is, uh, well, senior leaders simply don't understand. They've got their head in the clouds, or they've got their head in the sand, and they just don't understand. They don't understand my customer. They don't understand my market. They don't understand the product set. They don't understand the competition. They just want the numbers, and all they want is the numbers. And so all of these, and you probably have a host of other excuses as well, which you can add to the list, but there's just a few that uh, that I see a lot that uh, at the end of the day, that's excuses, 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 and the list goes on and on and on. Now, there's one thing for sure that in sales and in business, we can either make excuses or we can choose to make progress. We can't do both at the same time. And I see so many sales leaders and their teams continuing even today to make excuses for where they're at. And it's almost like a justification for non-performance or at least justification for not extracting more potential or more discretionary effort out of themselves and certainly out of their team. And then they wonder why they're not achieving the results they they, they want or they're, they're expected to because they're spending so much time on making excuses. And we've just got to stop that. Now, one of the, one of the things that exceptional sales leaders do is they don't do this. They don't look at excuses. They don't accept excuses. They might actually look at the realities, but they don't necessarily use the reality as an excuse for poor performance or for non-performance. Uh, and it's certainly not a crutch for mediocrity. So as we've talked about before in the podcast, a leader's first and foremost responsibility, its prime responsibility as a leader is to define reality. Now, this is this is for twofold. One is to understand the, the marketplace, understand the situation, but it's also to set the expectations for the sales team. And despite what the circumstances are, it's to acknowledge what the circumstances are, but use that as a platform for growth. So it literally is, the reality is a foundation. Now, we don't have to like reality. We don't have to necessarily accept reality, but we have to acknowledge reality. So if we're not tracking so well, if the fact is we're not getting as great leads as we as we, as we we should or as we believe we could, then we need to use that as a platform to get better, to, to use it as a, as a growth platform for exponential improvement. Now, the excuses may well be true, and this is the thing. They may, be, they may be true. It may well be that the sales target is too high. It may well be that we don't have enough internal resources. We may, it may well be that our customers right now and potential customers, for whatever reason, are trying to get more out of us uh, in terms of perceived value. So it's um, but they're trying to get it on, get they're trying to get discounts. So they're trying to get more of their value versus potentially paying the true price of of the product or the service that we're we're providing. So they're trying to stack the odds more in their favor. So they'll try to and a lot a lot of this is going to be a tactic and a strategy just to see you know how how structured are you? How much do you believe in your product? How much value do you do you attach to your own product and your own service? And how quickly are you prepared to? Uh, discount or give things away as a way to bring on a new customer. So it's all these different tactics that are that are playing out. But here's what great sales letters, exceptional sales letters will do every single time, irrespective of what's actually happening and whether or not the excuses, quote unquote, are actually true. They will focus on making progress irrespective and regardless of the circumstances. And that is in itself what separates them from everybody else. They will continue to focus on making progress. They're not focused on the what ifs. They're not focused on if, if, what, and other, and all that sort of stuff. What they're focused on is purely 
How? Okay, the reality right now is our sales target might be 50% higher than last year. Okay, it's not a case of if we can make it. It's a case of, okay, we can't change reality. Reality is that's the number. Now, what's interesting is a lot of sales leaders in their teens will argue until they're blue in the face as to why this number is too high and how, and they'll work a strategy to try and get it relieved and reduced and all that sort of stuff. But here's the thing. Exceptional sales leaders will just deal with it and say, that's the number. How am I going to go and get that? Now, if we were to achieve this number, which is what we've got to do, how am I going to do it? Not if I can do it, how am I going to do it? So all of a sudden, the psychology completely changes. It means the mindset starts to change. And instead of thinking about and th- well, believing of li- in limited thinking and how we can't do this, they start to look at ways in which they can do this, which means they put one foot in front of the other and they'll start making progress. They use that reality as a springboard and a platform for growth and improved performance. Because here's the thing they understand. Making progress has magic in it. Right? They will think, okay, what are the one or two things we can do today that will enable us to move forward? It's the extra call we make or the extra two calls we make. It's the different email we send out. It's the it's the updated calendar invites that we send out, or it's the putting together of a of an industry forum, or it's writing a white paper and sending a white paper out to a select group of potential customers. Uh, highlighting a particular industry problem and providing a solution potentially for that problem that might incite a response from those few customers to want to have a, a further conversation. It's writing that proposal. It's putting that pitch together or sending that meeting request to that customer who perhaps you've been afraid to reach out to because they're so senior or they're so uh, quote-unquote uh, unattainable, for example, which a lot of people start to think about. They they just they just put it out there. And what was the worst possible thing can happen? Well, nothing eventuates. But guess what? They understand that they're still making progress because here's the thing they do understand above all, and this is the crux of today. They they understand that making progress creates momentum. And once positive momentum is created, it's very difficult, if not impossible, to stop it. So what, what are you doing today as a sales leader? What can you do today that you didn't do last week that you can keep doing tomorrow to start to build that momentum? What sort of conversations are you having? And one of the biggest ones, for example, is a lot of sales leaders don't spend near enough time having conversations with their team, developing them, coaching them, mentoring them, showing them the way. So what if for today you actually started to have those conversations with one or two of your team members? and showed them the way, showed them a different perspective, gave them some encouragement, started to mentor them, how is that going to play out if you continue to do that over a period of time? Well, I can guarantee you it's going to be making progress. You'll actually start to plant some seeds, and those seeds will eventually uh, create a huge harvest down the track. What I can't guarantee is when it's going to happen, but what, what I can guarantee is if you keep doing that, it will create that momentum and it will bear fruit. And so that's the key message for today. You're either going to be making progress or you're going to be making excuses because you can't do both at the same time. So as an exceptional sales leader, I know it's all about momentum and I know you've got the capability to do this. So pick one to two activities that you can do today that will enable you to move forward and make progress because here's the other thing we need to understand as well. Your team are watching your every move. And the fact that you're doing stuff, you're moving forward, you're making progress, you're using this as a platform for growth, it's now going to play out in your team because your team is and always will be a reflection of you. So if you're doing positive things, starting to create positive momentum, then chances are with a high degree of probability, your team is going to do exactly the same thing because of the example that you set. So that's the, the key message for today. You can either make excuses or you can make progress. You can't do both. 
at the same time. So make the choice to make progress and let your competition make the excuses. And if you do that, you'll certainly separate yourself from not only your competition, but you'll put yourself on a, on a much higher pedestal. Not that we wanted to, to elevate ourselves on pedestals, but you, you'll certainly be elevating yourself in terms of your credentials and how people look at you in terms of uh, your leadership capability and your, therefore, your influence. So choose to make progress. And of course, if you believe there's another level you can get to into your, into your leadership and you'd like some help with that, love to work with you one-on-one, let's, uh, let's have a conversation. Go to my calendar at lead with Darren.com, pick a time, we'll set up a Zoom call and we'll have a conversation about how I can help you take your leadership to the exceptional sales leader level within the next 90 days or less. So with that said, enjoy the enjoy the start to the week. Uh, look at what you can do for yourself, but also for your team. What are the one or two things you can do today to start making progress towards that big, hairy, audacious goal or breaking down some of those barriers and you'll be well on your way to being that exceptional sales leader. So until next episode, keep well, uh, push the boundaries, push the envelopes, jump outside of your comfort zone and I look forward to talking to you on the very next episode of the Exceptional Sales Leader Podcast. All the best. Thank you for listening to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. I trust the information in this episode has been helpful in your journey towards becoming exceptional. And remember, please take the time to rate the show, subscribe to the show so other people can find it. But also, if I can help you, jump on my calendar, go to leadwithdarren.com and let's have a conversation about how I can help you along your journey to being exceptional.